listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Is risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and grow The Bible says in Psalm 34, verse 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. So today we're going to hear a testimony from somebody who sought the Lord and was delivered. Please put your hands together and let us welcome Izzy to share a powerful testimony. Okay, Izzy, please tell us who you are, what you do in church, and what your testimony is about today. So, my name is Izzy. I'm in the Praise and Worship Ministry. And I'm also part of the Birkbeck Centre. Wow. And what's your testimony about today? So, my testimony is about how I found God and how I was brought to church. Wow. So, what was your life like before you found God and before you you came to church? So, I was quite depressed before I found God. I had like lots of mental health issues, major anxiety, um, and um, yeah, I was just really depressed. I felt like no one loved me, um, and I was just quite lonely, I guess. And I had like a hole in my heart that I didn't know how to fix. So, so you didn't know that Jesus loved you, but you felt I didn't like know, no. nobody loved you. No, I didn't know. Oh, so what did you do um, at that point? Um, so. Basically, one night, sorry, I just kind of like got on my knees and prayed. You prayed? Yeah. Had you ever prayed before that? No. You'd never prayed in your life? No. You decided to pray that day? Yeah. And what happened when you prayed? So, I just prayed and surrendered myself to God and said, take the pain away. And then, um, <laughs> and then... So I just got on my hands and knees and just prayed and said, God, take it away, please. And like, I don't even remember going to bed. I just remember waking up feeling like the peace wow. and like this love that I couldn't explain. So then I just knew like God's real. So I went on this whole journey of finding God. So this is when I lived in Australia. So, yeah. Did you hear that? She lived so, in Australia? <laughs> Begun, so I lived there for eight years of my life. You didn't say you'd be there. I don't know. (laughs) And yeah, so um, when I prayed that um, night and woke up, I had sort of a revelation to move. So I, I decided to move to England. I booked a one-way ticket just by myself, and I and I moved to England. So. And my first week that I arrived here, I was doing all my touristy stuff in London. And then 
I was outreached on the street by my shepherd, Maranatha. Wow. <laughs> and along with Onume and Temi, but they've done some stars. Wow. They were also there. And then she was just talking to me for 10 minutes, like, about my life. And I'm like, yay, friends. But she was actually outreaching me. And she just said, come to church. And that was the sentence that saved my life. And I went to church, and it was called First Love. Wow. And I'm here by the grace. And, yeah, my life has changed. Like, I can speak in tongues now. I was baptized in the adults. I'm growing. I'm in the praise and worship ministry. I'm, I'm thriving. So wow. I'm It all started from that prayer that yeah, you said in yeah, Australia. So, yeah, exactly. So I just obeyed God's call, basically. I didn't know why I had to move, but now I know that it was because Maranatha had to invite me to church. And your life had to change. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. God hears prayer. So what would you like to tell everyone here today who might be like you? I would like to say just obey God's call because faith is obedience and obedience is faith. Preaching a good message. Wow. Put your hands together for Izzy. And please keep clapping as we welcome the Greater Love Gospel Choir. To take a stand, not knowing I'd lose some of my friends, but I'd rather, I'd rather live right than in hell lift up my eyes. All God's children just tell somebody just say. Everybody's saying you stand Oh, stand for holiness And for righteousness Every county That shall reign with him Oh, 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 yeah Oh, 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 yeah And believe it shall receive Take a stand, not knowing I lose two or three friends. Yeah, but I'd rather, I'd rather live right yes, than in hell and lift up my eyes. All God's children just stand, tell somebody stand. Everybody do it, you stand. Oh, oh. 
Father, for a blessed and beautiful day, let your kingdom come, let your power prevail, 
Let your word prevail with signs and wonders, Lord. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for the fresh dew of the Holy Spirit that we shall receive today, Lord. I curse every work of Satan. I crush the head of the enemy. Thank you, Lord, for strength and grace to preach and teach your word. Thank you for ready hearts, Lord, that shall be blessed. Let every heart here, Lord, be healed and be blessed by the teaching and the hearing of your word. I give you praise and I give you thanks in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Your Amen is not loud enough. Fantastic. Say hello to the persons behind you. So it means you have to wait for the person to turn back. Yes. Have you said hello to the person behind you? Say hello to the person next to you, to your left and to your right. Wow. Why, why are you sitting now? I didn't say you sit. I said say hello. Well, are you tired? So why were you in a hurry to sit? Okay, now say hello to the person to your right hand side. Find your right hand side and say hello to the person there. And then finally, say hello to the person in front of you. (laughs) Beautiful. Now give Jesus a mighty hand clap. And take your seats. Fantastic. Hallelujah. Well. Chapter 2 of God's sheep. How many of you remember chapter 1? Chapter 1 was what? Types of sheep. Do you remember the types of sheep? What's the first type of sheep? I can't hear you. The unknown sheep. The unknown sheep. Sheep must be known. A good shepherd knows his sheep, isn't it? So you must be known. You must be known and it is your, your duty and responsibility to make yourself known. known. Don't say, never say that nobody knows you and nobody cares about you. Don't say that. Don't say what? Nobody cares about you and nobody knows you. Bible says that he that has many friends must show himself friendly. So, the more friendly you present yourself, the more friends you have. Can't say you are all my friends. Because I show myself friendly. I talk to you every Sunday. Every Sunday I talk to you. I make you laugh. I make you cry. I make you happy. I make you think. I make you sober. I make you, I try everything, everything, isn't it? Yes, so I show myself friendly towards you, friendly. When you see me at the train stations, wherever you see me, you scream and they say, Hello, Bishop! Yes. Even this one that was coming and I got a couple of bishops. I say, Hi, Bishop! Hi, Bishop! Hello, Bishop! Because I show myself friendly. So you also have to show yourself friendly. 
So don't say it again that nobody cares about you. Nobody knows you. Nobody wants you. Everybody wants you. And everybody wants somebody. But they don't see you. They don't see you. And when they see you, you don't smile. You have to smile. You have to learn how to say hello. Hi, you know. Yes, don't, don't, don't be there and say that somebody should come to you. No. It is your responsibility to make yourself known. And especially known to your shepherd. And anything that tries to take you away from your shepherd, it's an evil spirit. No matter, no matter, who, no matter how they are, well they are dressed, whether they are in suit or they are in skirts. Anything that tries to disconnect you from your shepherd. You saw even from the testimony, you saw the importance of a shepherd, isn't it? So someone saying that my shepherd witnessed to me and brought me to church. It's very important to have a shepherd and to be known by your shepherd. To be known by your shepherd. Don't disconnect yourself from your shepherd. Anything that tries to move you out of dancing stars. Don't just think that it's about dancing stars. Someone is this or something is disconnecting you from your shepherd. Because when you are not there, you won't be known. You won't be spoken to. You won't be counseled. So the first thing is leave that place. Leave that ministry. Leave that church. Leave the church where your name is known and all your problems are known and go and hide somewhere where you are not known. So that sin will flourish. Wow. So make yourself known. How many of you are going to make yourselves known? Make yourself known. What's the second type of sheep? Stray sheep. The sheep that is around, but the sheep is straying off, deviating, going away, moving away. And see, it happens gradually, gradually, gradually. The sheep strays off. The sheep goes in the opposite direction. It doesn't happen suddenly. One step at a time. This is the person straying off. And sometimes when you are close to people, you can tell when they start straying. You can tell from what they are talking about now. What they are saying, how they are feeling. You said this person is losing it. So may you never become a stray sheep. Amen. I said, may you never become a stray sheep. Amen. Beautiful. Number three is what? The sick sheep. The Bible says that when you are not well, when you are sick, call for your pastor, call for your elders to come and pray for you and to anoint you with oil. To anoint you with oil. We pray for you and anoint you with oil. There are people who are physically sick and there are people who are also spiritually sick. May you be healed of every sickness. Amen. Receive your healing. Receive Number four is what? Ah, captive sheep. That's an interesting one. Do you remember that one? That's the, interest. That's the one that is in the mouth of the wolf. And when they're in the mouth of the wolf, they scream, they kick. They scratch, they are irritated, they are angry. It's actually very difficult to handle a, a, a captured sheep, captured captive sheep. Actually, very difficult to handle them because they 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 don't easily listen. They argue, they talk back, they scream because they are in pain. They are in the mouth of the wolf. You can't you can't easily rescue a captive sheep out of the mouth of the wolf, but it is possible to be rescued. 
that I'm showing you the signs. So people start complaining, talking, kicking, biting, scratching, irritated, angry. It means they are in the mouth of the wolf. That's captive sheep. That's a, a sheep that the, the wolf has come. The wolf has come into, into the mess of the flock. Whilst the shepherd has gone to have lunch. And we usually capture the ones that, you know, when you watch a wildlife documentary, you see the lions and all these um, predators, strong and mighty and whatever they, they call themselves. They never go into the mess of the buffaloes to catch the juicy buffalo. They check for those who have strayed off, those that are walking on the fringes, the fringes of the head. They catch the loose ones. So when the wolf comes to catch a sheep, he catches the one that doesn't talk to the shepherd. Doesn't want to talk to the shepherd. That's why you see, when you meet meet an evil person, one of the first counselors they'll give to you is that, why do you have to tell your shepherd everything? It's, it's It's a classic feature of an evil, evil person entering into your life. Why do you have to tell your shepherd everything? You see, once one of, one, of, one of my members said to me, he met uh, one of these um, crazy people. And uh, the, person said, the person said to him that, don't believe, don't believe everything that um, you are told. And I said, yes, I agree. So don't believe what he's telling you. <laughs> and I said, next time you meet him, tell him that you, he gave you a very, very good advice that he shouldn't be, you shouldn't believe everything at all. So you don't believe what he has said. Apply it to him first. Hmm? Yeah. Apply it to him first. Are you there? Why would you advise somebody not to listen to somebody's advice, but you listen to your advice? How good are you? How perfect are you? You are a twat, if you ask me. I mean, if you ask me, you know, you haven't asked me, so you can't take it that. Don't say that I've been insulting you because you haven't asked me. Because if, if you ask me, I'll tell you who you are, but you won't ask me. You haven't asked. I'm just putting it out there that if you ask me, I will tell you. You haven't asked me. Nobody has asked me. I'm just saying that you are, you are twat. If you ask me, but you haven't asked me, so it's not you. Have you asked me? No, nobody has asked me. I mean, not you. I mean, of course, you are, you are, man. You are nice people. I mean, they, they haven't asked me. You see, one day, a certain pastor said to me that somebody came to church from one of our branches and said he has left. You know when people are saying such stories that you are da 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 So they came to do da 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 As far he told me along, so I think he was very surprised at my response. Yes, it is a pastor. I mean, a good pastor, a good a good person. He was surprised at my. Do you know my response to him? Do you know my response to him? Do you want me to tell you my response? I said to him. All the good people came to church. It was, this was Monday. I said, all the good people came to church yesterday. Yes. So ask yourself what you've got. 
all of them. I said, oh, they were all there. They were all there in that branch. That branch that they came from, they were all there. Their hall was full. All the normal people, good people, they were all in church. You got a sick one. You got an unwell one. So all the means that they are not well. Because when they are well, they don't talk that way. They don't behave that way. When they are well, they stand up, they clap, they flow, they are happy. But when they are not well, when they are not well, then they behave in a different captive sheep. That's what we are talking about, isn't it? Yeah, captive sheep have all sorts of manifestations. Screaming, scratching, talking when you 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 if you wonder why 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 are you bleating so much? Why are you making so much noise? Because it's in the mouth of the wolf. The shepherd is resting. It's like, time to rest. In the night, we've all eaten. We've gone to bed. Are you here? Why are you bleating? Why? Why are you making so much noise? May every wolf that has come for you be accursed. Yes. I mean, not you, any sheep. And you, if you are in the mouth of one, you've managed to, you have managed to drag the wolf to church. You know, sometimes you can be in the church, but there's an invisible wolf that is holding the sheep. Yeah. There are people that sometimes they can be sitting in a church service. Whilst they are there, they are thinking, is, to, is this my last Sunday? Should I stay or should I go? That, that's, they say, that's a sheep in the mouth of a wolf. But the wolf is invisible. That's what the scripture says, casting down imaginations. Most of the things that affect us are our imaginations and our thoughts. Wow. Number. You know, we're just doing a recap from last week, isn't it? Yes. Are you happy we are doing a recap? Okay. What's the next one? Number four? Five? Five is what? Far away sheep. There are people who are in church, but they are far. It's different from someone who has left. They are there, but they are far. Far. Far sometimes perhaps means unknown and not known. Or sometimes known, but far. You know how sometimes you used to be close to someone, you're not close to the person anymore. You used to talk to the person every day, you don't talk to the person anymore. It means you've gone far. Far away sheep. Far away sheep. Why have you gone far? Come back. Come back, Peter. Come back, Paul. Don't fly away. <laughs> come back. We say come back. Yes. Don't be a far away sheep. Don't be a far away sheep. Do you know, do you know, do you know um, pastors, do you know, do you know we look for our members every Sunday? Every Sunday I use my eyes to scan. I use my eyes to scan. I look. I look through. Who is here? Who is not there? Who is around? Sometimes I don't, I don't even know the names. So I'll describe the person who looks like this. Where are they? Don't be a far away sheep. Tell your neighbor, don't be a far away sheep. Yes. I mean, what, why did why did Adam Adam, you know Adam. You know Eve too. Why did Adam and Eve decide to hide from God? Why? 
Why did they hide from God? That's what they said. They, you see, they hate themselves because they were afraid. What, 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 what's the birth? What birth hiding into this world, into this life? That now you hide, you dodge, you avoid. Um, uh, your pastors. And she has helped her to come in. She can't find the door. Help her. You see, a, a good shepherd goes to look for the sheep. <laughs> You're preaching good. You're preaching good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What were we saying before I went to look for my sheep? I was saying what? Adam and Eve went to hide. You see, when when you start hiding. When you start, you start hiding from your friend, start hiding from parents, start hiding from your shepherds, start hiding from your pastors, start hiding from your colleagues. Why are you hiding? Do, do you understand hiding? Do, do you know? Do you know hide, hide, hide is hide is to make yourself invisible. It's to disconnect yourself. It's it's to not want to relate. Why don't you want to relate anymore? If you're offended, say so. We can say sorry. The solution to an offense is an apology. Sorry. I mean, sorry. 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 I apologize to people all the time. Sometimes, even, even in church, sometimes in church, maybe I'll say something, I feel that, oh, this person doesn't like what I said. I'll say sorry. It's not a problem. It doesn't cost me anything. It doesn't make me shorter. It doesn't make me, doesn't make me fairer. Doesn't do anything to me. Yeah, you rather helps me have a good relationship with people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. yes. Why do? Why won't you say sorry? I have to say sorry. Yeah. I've apologized to my church members not once, not twice. The time you don't like, you don't like something I did. I didn't have any bad intention, so I am sorry. I'm sorry. Let's not hide. Let's not play games. So don't hide. When you're not happy, say it. If you're wrong, you'll be told. And don't think every time you say something, you'll get a sorry. So you'll get a rebuke. Come on. Yes. What, are you always right? I have a friend who is always right. I keep telling her they're always right. Because mm. there's some people who never give in. Won't give in, don't give in, shan't give in, didn't give in. Have not given in. You see, sometimes the color is red, but red comes in different shades. There's no point to argue about the shade of red. It's red. If you argue about the shade of red, hey, you are right. Have it. It's dark red. Have it. <laughs> Uh, 
Are you there? What are we talking about? The hiding ones. Yeah, so don't hide. So I'm saying whatever makes you hide, overcome that thing. And more common than anything else that makes people hide is sin. Yeah. The righteous are as bold as lions. The wicked fleeth when no man pursueth him. Yes. Why are you running? <laughs> I, I don't understand. What, what was so special about that thing? Because every time I say it, you all shout it back. Why are you running? Okay. It's a, it's a something. So, why are you running? So, why are you running? So, when I say why are you running, it's like it's funny. Why are you running? Okay, why are you running? <laughs> I don't know how it. I don't, I don't get it. Maybe after check somebody should explain it to me. Because soon I'll ask you, why are you laughing? <laughs> are you here? Usually sin that makes people hide. When Adam and Eve came out, they are hiding parts of their body. Before they went into hiding, they were okay. I mean, God used to come to them, they were fellowshipping. Naked, no problem. Suddenly, they've discovered parts of their body that is important. When God came, he shouted, Adam, where are you? Adam. Adam, why are you hiding? Why are you? Why are you covering down there? Who told you what it is? They said, where is Eve? She didn't want to come out. She didn't want to come out. introduced you to the word naked who told you that you are naked because you've been naked all along you didn't even know you're naked who told that who told that nakedness is a problem that was the question who told you that nakedness is a problem is it it's very interesting when you have children you have children and your children are growing up you would see you would see I mean, children are lovely. It's a blessing. But you will see evil being introduced to a child. Because you see the child changing. And they change with age. You will see things that you didn't teach your child, but your child knows. Or your child has learned it. And you, are, you, you even wonder, who taught my child this? I remember one of our, one of our children, we told her, sweets, Anything sweet is not good. So don't even taste it to know what sweet tastes like. You understand? So she was growing up. She didn't know anything. Then one day, she asked her mother for chocolate. We said, come on. Her mother said, come on. I've told you that this thing is done. She said, no, it's nice. You see, when I had that experience, I remembered when God was asking, who told you that you are naked? So then he knew immediately 
how you will know they say have you eaten of the tree that I told you don't eat it so he asked who told you that chocolates are nice then she said auntie auntie in church there was an auntie in church who gave her chocolate she asked her what happened and she said auntie gave it and she told auntie that mommy said I should not eat this thing and she said, she said, Auntie said, it's very nice. Try it. Auntie. 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 These aunties in the church. Auntie. And she took it. And she bit into it. And said, her eyes were opened. And she said, wow. Chocolate is nice. Some of your parents will be shocked at what you know, isn't it? They don't know that you know sex. They don't know. They'll be very shocked. And you see, I'm explaining to you, the hiding, the hiding is usually because of something that has gone wrong that you don't want to be found out. Because you know it's as if the closer you come, the righteous, they are bold. Righteous people are bold. And in every family, every unit or whatever, there'll, there'll be issues, there'll be problems. So it's not like I'm offended or I'm hurt or unless you're a very carnal baby Christian, then it's like you sulk for the rest of your life. But there are always offenses and things. Yeah, I mean, it will happen. Once you're with human beings, it will happen. How can it not happen? It will happen. Yes. There's no angel here. No, no. That's why there's a word, forgive. Even in this church, we shout it all the time. Forgive. Forgive. It's like, it's, you see, forgive is, it's like, drop it, leave it, it's okay, leave it. Just leave it. It will happen all the time. Unless you're a very carnal, low, I mean, almost not born again kind of person. So even with that, even with those hurts and pains and little squabbles, it can be resolved. Things can be resolved. Don't you come from a home? Aren't there problems in your home? Are there no problems in your home? From council tax bills to electricity bills to I mean all sorts of things bring problems in your house. Am I am I lying or am I not lying? Yes. All sorts of things. Bring all kinds of problems, but you are still there. So in the church and some problems, just just say hello. Just say forgive. 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 But why won't Adam and Eve wait for God naked? And when God can say, God, forgive. We have tasted of the thing. Because the taste of certain things, the experience, certain experiences affect you. And the effect it has on you is to hide. And to become a far away sheep. Far. Even when we call you, you, just, you don't even talk. You say, hmm. Hmm. When you send you a WhatsApp, you don't respond. Why won't you respond? Anyway, let me finish my recap quickly and start. Do you know I haven't started my sermon for today? Are you aware? But if you know, I'll finish soon. Number six is the hearing sheep. Maybe a hearing sheep. And then number seven is the multiplying sheep. 
may you become a multiplying sheep. Yes, you become a hearing. And these are the two. These are the two types that you must be hearing. That my sheep hear my voice. You must hear the voice. You must interact. You must. You must hear. You must be able to hear from God. You must be able to hear from God. Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight gives us a whole list of blessings. And he says that these blessings will come on you if you hearken, that is, listen or hear the voice of God or the words of God. If you will hear. If you will hear. Hearing, hearing, hearing is, is one of the, or it's perhaps the most important trait every Christian should develop. That is hearing from God. That's why you must read that book, Art of Hearing. Art of it must be your favorite book, The Art of Hearing, because you must be able to hear from God. What is God saying? Don't just say that God is speaking when you want to misbehave in the church. How can you be in the church for 10 years? How can God only speak when you want to leave the church? That's the only time God has spoken to you that leave. We've been with you for how We've never heard you say God is speaking before. Not even to give even a special offering. Suddenly, when you're about to misbehave, then God starts speaking. No, it's not God. You, don't, you, don't, you actually don't know God. That's evidence that you don't know God. You don't know him. So, learn how to hear from Be a hearing sheep. My sheep hear my voice. The sheep hear his voice and they follow. And they follow. You go as far as your, as this, as your hearing is good. Yeah. Following tells you how well a sheep or a Christian can hear from God. The distance you go with God shows how well you can hear from him. Yeah. So you go just stop halfway. Someone said once, uh, Rick Joyner was preaching once. He said that. He said, do you know Rick Joyner? The author of Final Quest, Torching the Sword, The Call, and all those wonderful books. If you haven't read them, you should read, you should read some things. He said, the last time you heard from God was the last time you obeyed him. Yeah. yeah. People don't hear from God. And, and sometimes they can't even see, if they were to plot out their lives, they can't even see that their lives reached a peak. You see, your life shouldn't peak. It should be a straight line, a continuous straight line going up. If it peaks, peaking means you have a maximum point or you have a highest point. When you have a highest point, it means you're about to start a decline. Yeah. Don't say you're you peaking in your Christianity. No, 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 no. no. Don't, don't celebrate at any phase because after that, after that, you are coming down. You are coming down miserably. And sometimes we, glow, we have so much glory in the past that we don't even realize that we are falling. Everything is about the past. Everything is about the past. Nothing, nothing is happening now. Everything about I used to, I used to, I used to, I was, I did, I did, I, 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 I did, I did, I done. What about now? What about now? What about now? To be a hearing sheep and be a multiplying sheep. Multiplying sheep means that you are becoming a shepherd now. 
Now you're also leading harvest, feeding harvest. Turn your Bibles. Wow. Are you tired or you're blessed? Which one do you want? P or T? No, T or B? B. T means tired, B means blessed. B. How many of you want B? How many of you want T? T? What are the T's? They didn't come to church. Okay. Psalm 74 and verse 1. It says that, Oh God, why hast thou cast us off forever? Oh, why does thine anger smoke against the sheep of thy pasture? I'm reading these verses to you. I read it throughout this series all the time to establish it for you to realize why, we, why, especially like in this church, we use terms like sheep and shepherd because we are God's sheep. We are God's sheep. And he gives us under shepherds to look after us and to care for us. Okay, Psalm 79 and verse 13. So we, thy people, and the sheep of thy pasture will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. Psalm 95 and verse 7. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. And the sheep of his hand. Today if you will hear his voice. Do you have that? Do you see that? For he is our God. And then we are the people of his pasture. And we are the sheep of his hand. Psalm 100 and verse 3. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Then look at Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 1. It says that, Woe be unto the pastors. Now God is speaking to the pastors. Woe be unto the pastors. That destroy and scatter who? The sheep. Of my pasture, saith the Lord. So when, when, God, when God looks at the church, he sees sheep of his pasture. And he expects the pastors to be gathering people and not scattering them. Wow. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew 9, 36. But when he saw the multitude, he saw people, multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. So now now you can see from how many verses have I given you today? Six verses. So you can see from all these six verses why we have sheep. Why we say we are sheep and we have shepherds. Why we use that term. We don't use the word leaders. In this way, we don't use the word leaders. This is a leader. A church leader. No. Shepherds. We have shepherds. We have shepherds. We have shepherds. All the leadership roles are shepherding roles because it has to do with people. It has to do with people. And we are always encouraging people that become a shepherd. 
become a shepherd. That's why you see we're all saved. And go through lay schools, finish lay school, do this, learn this, become a shepherd, become a center leader, become a basenta leader. Do something, be a shepherd, be a multiplying sheep. Yes. Thank you for your clap. May God give you a special gift this week. For, for hearing the word and appreciating the word. Yes. Are you there? So he says, sheep, sheep, shepherd, shepherd, sheep. People make fun of us. People make fun of us in the lighthouse, first light. They make fun of us. They say, they say sheep. Hey, they say you're a sheep. Hey, they say you're a sheep. Hey, you're a sheep. Oh, hey, they're sheep. Hey, they're sheep and the shepherd. They meet in different places, gather in different places. They make fun. They love, but hey, because they don't read their Bible. They have read their Bible. They wouldn't even find it funny. It's like last time somebody, because he has two legs. Yeah. I mean, how can you laugh? How can you laugh because somebody has two eyes? Is it not madness? Yes. So how can you laugh because the Bible says that this is sheep and this is shepherd? How, how, how funny is that? Oops. Chapter 2 of God's sheep today is types of flocks. Types of flocks. Now, flocks Flocks are like a number of sheep or gatherings of sheep together. Flock. Flock. Do you have a dictionary to give us a meaning of a flock? Flock. It's like gatherings. So it's like, so it's like you know, this is like a flock. This is like a flock. This, this, this is one of the flocks of first love. So it's like one of the branches of first love. So we have branches. In different parts of the country and different parts of the world. Flock. Flock is flock means more. Sheep is one. Flock means that there are a lot of them together. With with a leader, like with a shepherd. So we have flocks. Like this is a flock. This is a London flock. First love London flock are here today. We have another flock in Birmingham, flock in um, Nottingham, flock in Leicester. Flock in Botswana, flock in different parts of the world. We have first love flocks, different groups. Then we have them within within this flock. We even have smaller flocks. We have we have things we have things like centers. We have centers. Then we have like basanta. That is that is like the choir, the Sunday ministers, the choir, greater love, greater love choir. Worship stars, uh, dancing stars. These are all. These are all smaller flocks within the larger flock. Because everywhere you go, everywhere people are, people gravitate to a group where they are comfortable with. Sometimes you see people are with people because they speak their language. Even even in, even if speaking of English, there are different English speakings. Yeah, there are some people when they speak, I don't understand what they're saying. But they understand themselves and they are comfortable. Everybody is comfortable with who they are. Who, who I mean, yes, who, who they are and who, who is like them. Isn't it? Yeah. So we are talking about types of flocks. What, what are the characteristics that this group form? So the group doesn't have to, sometimes if, perhaps it's even six of them or four of them, but it's a flock. It's a team. 
It's a small, small section, small section of the farm. There's a large flock, there's a small section. Okay. Is this what? A number of animals of one kind, especially sheep. Okay. A large number of people, a large group of things, a flock of letters to answer. Okay. Sister. A single congregation in relation to its pastor. Okay. A band or a company of persons. So you can say a number of animals of one kind. Especially, you see, because you see the same kind. So, you, see, the, you can have the same kind because you have the same mind. Wow. There's when you have the same mind about something, wow. whether good or bad, then you stick together. You see, you are, you are happy. You are happy in this church because you see a lot of people just like you, just by age, just by age, and sometimes perhaps by educational background. It's like we are, we are, we are, so we are okay. So you don't even know why you are not happy in some other church. Not because the preaching is not good. The preaching, the preaching might even be better than my preaching. But the people, the people. You see, one day I went to visit a, 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 a nice church. Beautiful message was preached that day. But I remember I said to myself, I can't, I can't come to this church again. Why? Because in front of me, behind me, to my left, to my right, a language was being spoken that I don't understand. The pastor was preaching in English. But all the people around, the whisperings, the talk, I mean, I said, no, I can't. I can't. I, I, felt, I felt I don't belong here. I don't, this is not, this is not home for me. I can't be here. I can't be here. I won't be here. I shan't be there. And I, as you can see, I'm here. There was a language. What was being said? Then this one, this one would stretch. Then somebody would take something out of her bag and stretch over my shoulder, give it to somebody in front of me. Grown up man, you see, grown up woman, same, serving a grown up man with food in the middle of the sermon, speaking something, say something big, big. I mean, I was wondering, why? Be, I was, I mean, why? 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 I mean, why? But I couldn't say anything. I was a visitor, so I, I sat there like a lamb. And do you know what? Nobody ever said hello to me. Mm. I came in alone and I left alone. And I was saying, oh, you should make sure that you talk to somebody before they also leave and say, that, hey, that church, I went there, nobody spoke to me. You, should, you must always, you see, first timers or people, lonely people always have a look. Sometimes they look lost. Anytime you see somebody who looks lost, you have to approach the person. Leon, do you, do you understand? Yes, you, you talk a lot. So you should talk to people. Mm. It's your special ministry. Don't give hugs, but just find lonely people and talk to them. Yes, and every Sunday after church, report to me how many people you have spoken to before you go home. Today, I, I, I caught seven lost people. You can easily go to a place and you leave and nobody will know that you've been there. Because, you see, people stick together. And become very comfortable. He said, when you become comfortable, you forget about other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you easily forget about other people when you become comfortable. I think that when ladies get married, they forget about her friends, uh, their friends, and they forget about what it tastes like to be unmarried. Yeah. 
That's what that's not not every lady, but some some of them. Yes. Some of them forget what because sometimes when you hear them, when you hear them talking or even counseling, you wonder, you, you wonder, are you not a woman? Are you not a woman? Why why don't why won't you why won't you understand her desperation? Why won't you understand it? Are you not a woman? How were you feel why how were you feeling when you were also not getting anybody? But sometimes as soon as they enter into the bubble with husbands kissing them every morning. When you talk to them, they'll, they'll tell you, oh, pray, pray. pray. As, as if they prayed. They say, you pray. pray. You say, pray. Pray. When they say you are afraid, they'll say, add fasting. At first, let's say you find they say at three more days. <laughs> because it's very easy to forget what you were like. Yeah. After, after you've graduated, when you meet an, a student struggling, it's very easy to forget that you've also struggled before. They say, Oh, you're not, a, you're not serious at all. Come on, learn. You're not learning, learn. Speak the truth and shame the devil. It's not always by learning. It's not always by learning. I mean, this is the volume of information you have. You don't even know which one is, is coming in the exams. Then it's so happened for you that what you studied is what appeared. It's not like you are so good. It's not like you are so good. Come on. It's not like you are so good. It just happened that when you went to the exam room, it's like, wow, I've prepared for this and there it is. There, there it is. There. 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 In a way. So, types of flocks. Larger flock, then there are like smaller groups. I'm trying to explain that they are, they are, the flocks are formed based on the groupings. And sometimes it depends on the leader. The leader. You see, the pastor has a lot of influence on his church. What he preaches about is what people follow and what people become. And then also in the subgroups, the opinion leaders. You see, uh, uh, leadership, leadership is influence. Leadership is influence. The person who influences most is the leader, not the person with the title. That's sometimes that people can have they can have the title but they don't have the job. Yeah. Some people can have the title but they don't have the job. Somebody else has the job. Someone else is talking to the people, influencing the people, directing the people. Yes. Like you can you can have you can have your child. You can have your child, but someone someone can easily start influencing your child. You are there, you can beat your chest and say, I am papa, I am dada, I am pops. But someone else is, is leading. You can see that what the child is doing and learning and it's not what you have taught the child. It's not what you wish. And you don't even teach such things or approve of such things. But the child has become it because there's another leader somewhere. Yeah. That's why last week I was pointing out to the sisters of this church that your beloved is not your pastor. 
So when I see when I see one whose beloved is leading her astray, I know that this is someone who has knowledge and is despising knowledge, and that person is therefore a fool. So if I haven't told you, you wouldn't know. Where are beloved? I need a beloved. So he said, You have a beloved. Hey, why are you hiding? Ah, oh, come, come. Come, Aliyah, come. Thank you for volunteering. Is this your beloved? Okay. Is that your beloved? Okay. So this one, are they their beloved? Let's be serious. He is not your pastor. He's not even your shepherd. He's your lover, lover boy. Lover boy. He's not even married you. He's not your head. He's, he's just a boy who wants to marry you. If he's wise and anointed, he'll be feeding you with verses and things, you know, to warm you up as you move on. He'll be feeding you with verses and come. He'll, be, he'll give you some counsel. But your shepherd is still your shepherd. And your pastor is still your pastor. And he tries disconnecting you from greater love. Meaning that he's disconnecting you from the pastor of greater love singers. And disconnecting you from first love church. Meaning that he's disconnecting you from the pastor of first love church. If I'm telling you, it means that you have met an idiot. And a very dangerous person. You have met actually a dangerous person in your life. Someone that when he met you, the reason why he found you attractive, tell me if I'm lying, is that you are very active in church. You sing, you even sing lead parts, isn't it? You sing, we see you. What are some of the songs that you sing? Stand by me. Stand. Uh, okay, today was stand. Uh, how does stand by me? Jesus, stand by me. Just stand by. Stand by me. Stand by me. Stand by me. Now, can you imagine that your interaction, this person is supposed to be a blessing to you. He's supposed to be a blessing. He's supposed to be a blessing. A lot of people will like him as beloved. I hope you know that. So you have to be nice to him and kind to him. <laughs> Guys, listen. You get excited too easily. Listen. I may be excited, but listen. What she has in her life is called a blessing. It shouldn't, it shouldn't turn into a problem. Secondly, which is supposed to be even number one, is that it's, it's actually a test of her spirituality. It's a test of her spirituality. You see, when people get blessed, that is when you see how spiritual they are. The day a blessing comes into your life, we see how spiritual you are or how spiritual you are not. Yes. 
That's what the scripture says. Remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth the power to get wealth. Because when you get wealth, you can easily forget. Some people, when they get what is called a blessing in their life, they become, they become fools. fools. It's, like, it's like they don't know God. Except the person has never been to New Believer School, has never read their Bible before, don't understand their Bible. And then suddenly a man comes to your life, you make the man your pastor. And he doesn't pray, and he's your pastor. Look at why his fingers are moving every time he's with you when you say he's a pastor. Don't confuse the two. Don't, don't, confu- don't confuse him with me. Yes. I don't want to marry you. I want you to be married. We are two different people. He wants to marry you. Don't, conf- don't, conf- don't get confused at all. And feel that Now anything he says is perfect. It's, it's, it's the world. No, the Bible. Stick with the Bible. Anything he says, check the Bible. Check the scriptures. Whether what he's telling you now, whether it's scriptural. And when you also, when you also say something, he will also check the scriptures whether what you are saying is real. Don't confuse the two. One wants you to marry, one wants to marry you. They are two different people. Stun. Said, oh, types of locks. So we are talking about. So when beloved starts moving, you see that you see that there's an opinion leader. Whether he's a fool or he's righteous, nobody knows, but he can influence. Yeah. If he's full of the spirit, where do you see that she'll become um, she'll become more of a serious Christian? You see that suddenly she's a very serious, stable person in the church. It's his influence. your beloved what type of leadership are you providing we used to see her we don't see her again so who are you what are you saying what what, what are you producing what have you produced what have you been telling her I like it when church is quiet it means you are listening isn't it I like when you cry. I like when you shout too. I like both. Those of you who are looking for beloveds, we are watching you. When you get, we want to see what they will become. Because you saw them. You saw them because they were, somebody was pastoring them, shepherding them. And then you think that beloved, this is a handover. It is not a handover. We are not handing anybody over to you. When we bless your marriage, then you, you can take over. Even that you take over, you take over as a husband and not as a pastor. Husband that is not the same as pastor. Wow. It's a wow, isn't it? Okay. So now that you understand, first type of flock. Have I given you a type of flock already? Okay, first type of flock. 
It's a real test. Eh? Blessings are always a test of your spirituality. It shows you understand your knowledge of scriptures and your depth in God. Blessings. As soon as you get blessed, we see how you turn out. She said, people when they become rich. And it's like, no, no one can talk to them again. They don't even respect their parents again. So when they graduate and get a job, it's like, that is it. So arrogant, so proud. Nobody can really say, hey. That's always challenge the brothers and say, that, look, have achieved more in your life than getting a beloved. Achieve more. Come on, achieve more. Someone's daughter cannot be your greatest asset. <laughs> I think the English just sank in. That is someone's daughter that you've just, you just got. You, you met in church. Somebody has trained there in church, talked to her in church, brought her up. You just get, that's your greatest asset that makes you so puffed up and so proud. You've achieved nothing to yourself. You haven't done anything. Come on and do something for yourself. Come on, do something for yourself. More than, more than just having someone's child. That's your greatest asset. That's your, great, that's your greatest asset in life. Please. Number one. The first type of flock is the divided flock. Yeah. For the church to be large, it must never be divided. It must never be divided. For the church to be like, it must never be divided. So centers, leaders of centers, pastors, pastors of branches. I should I shouldn't separate. I shouldn't separate you from the prophet. I shouldn't separate. I shouldn't separate. God forbid. I, I shouldn't separate London Church from the. I shouldn't do that. And it's likewise, the pastors also shouldn't separate the flocks that they oversee from from me and from the first love church. And we shouldn't separate you from God. That's why we keep reading verses. We read a verse. We read a verse. And we can read a verse. And we come back. First Corinthians chapter three. You shouldn't be separated from God. And because you are young, that's why I use a beloved example because it's it's like your test. What else? Are you, you're not into pension schemes and things. Yeah, this is what you're, you're into, beloveds. That's your, that's your tests. That, that, I mean, that's where, that's where many trip. That's where many have tripped. That's where many have got it wrong. Yeah. And it's my responsibility to teach you. Don't, don't look days. It's my, it's my duty to teach. I have to teach you. I have to teach you what is right. Aisha, I have to teach you. So the day somebody you, says, I like you, you don't, you don't start yeah, thinking that you've met the Pope. He's not, he's, not, he, he, he's not the head of the church because he's in love with you. Read your Bible and check your scriptures. Because yes. <clears throat> he said you are, you are in love, so you don't listen to anybody again. Again. I mean, nobody can talk to you again, ever again. Because you are in love. Oh, come on. You can do better. I think you can do better than that. I think you can do better. I think you can actually do better than that. So there, First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1 says that. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. See, there are spiritual people. But as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. You see, there are spiritual things and spiritual topics and there are also carnal topics. Hmm. 
And when someone is carnal and a baby, you can't have spiritual discussions and can't bring up spiritual topics with the person because the person is carnal and a baby. Babies are carnal. That is, they are very much dominated and influenced by the flesh. You get it? You get in it. Verse 2. And I have fed you with milk and not with meat. <laughs> For hitherto you are not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. Verse 3. For you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying, strife, and divisions, are you not carnal and walk as men? Can you give me verse, verse, verse 4? What's verse 4? For while one says, I am of Paul, another, another I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? So you say that, you say that, okay, someone says, oh, I like L.P. Haggai. There's someone say, I like L.P. Dandan. The scripture is saying that when you talk like that, you are carnal. When someone says, I like, I like when Bishop Richard is preaching. This is a, I like it when L.P. Natalie is preaching. You will think that Bishop Richard is supposed to feel good. But the scripture is saying that you are carnal. When these are the assessments and comparisons that you make in the church, it says that you are carnal. You are very natural. When in your flock, your flock, you see, you are dividing the flock. You are separating the flock because we are all happy. Whether Bishop Richard is preaching, Natalie is preaching, Dandan is preaching, um, um, who? Gabby is preaching, anybody. We are happy. We came to church. It's the Bible that's been read. But when you see people who say, we like this, this is, I like this one, I don't like this one, I don't like this one, I don't like this one, you will think that you are matured. But you've got an opinion leader who is very divisive and who is a baby in the faith, who is a child, who is very carnal. That's the type of person who will feed you with such things. Because sometimes some things you haven't thought of, someone will say something, that's the first time you think about it. That's the first time that you think about it. The first time someone suggests something. You've never thought of it before. But that's when you think, oh, wow, is that what it means? So say, oh, I like it when Bishop Richard is preaching. But Bishop Richard can't preach every Sunday. Someone else has to preach on some other days. And when he's preaching, and then that is your topic. That I prefer this to that. The scripture, not me, not my opinion. The scripture, the Bible. Look at me, look at me. The Bible, the Bible is saying that you are carnal. Not me, it's not my opinion. I would, I would have thought, oh yeah, maybe it's true. Maybe I should go to LP Natalie and go and tell her she should preach properly. Or I should go to Dandan and tell her, look, she should learn how to preach. She should learn how to use more verses. Maybe I should, no, no, but the Bible doesn't say anything. Like it. it says that, look, you say you are like Paul. Sometimes I like a Paul, but the scripture says that you are carnal. Finish. You are carnal. It's carnality. That assessment and analysis of church and preaching is carnality. Wow. Wow. How many times have you been to the restaurant and you have food and you ask who is the chef? (laughs) (laughs) Or how many times have you been to the GP and asked, when did you qualify? There's some of these looking like GPs that come around. You can see that they they are not sure. They just qualified. Yeah. One of my children had sore throat. One said, we, you can say, this, there's this guy. I, mean, I said, even me, I remember how to check the tonsils. I remember. I can do it myself. How to just say, ah. 
and he was there and he was pushing this wooden stick down this I said I said look at the point look the the real GP said was looking at said wait I mean said what what what's what's this guy doing? What 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 what's he doing? But you see, as the sick child was sitting there, the sick child didn't answer that. Are you a student or are you qualified? It's paining me. I want medicine. Yes, you, you, you don't even care. You don't even, you don't even care anything. Anybody who can examine you and help you. Yeah. And if you are spiritual, you see, you, you appreciate the word. And you separate, you separate the word from the, from the vessel that's delivering it. Because sometimes, it's a, it's a, as I'm speaking, as I'm speaking, I'm speaking with a certain accent. Because of the vessel that it's coming out of. You can't force me to change my accent. I can't. Put a gun to my head. It won't change. You rather force other things to come out. I'll even shout. I'll say, Ajay. <laughs> and you will say, what is that? And then somebody will tell you, it means ouch. What you have to focus on is the word that is coming out, which is Hebrews 4.12. Hebrews 4.12. Hebrews 4.12. Hebrews 4.12. Otherwise, you become a divisive, evil person. Dividing the flock. And the flock must not be divided. Did you show us Hebrews 4.12? Did you show us Hebrews 4.12? We like to see it. For the word of God is quick. That is alive and powerful. When the word is not alive to you, it's not because it's not the word's fault. It's your fault. It's not Paul's fault or Apollos' fault. It's your fault. Because the word is quick and powerful. Once the word is read, you must be blessed. You must be blessed because the word has been read. You must be blessed. You must be blessed. Otherwise, you are too carnal. That's why you are considering. What's he wearing? I don't like his tie. When I see blue and red and white together, I feel dizzy. So I can't consider. It's carnality. <laughs> you're majoring on things you shouldn't major on wow, wow. I feel like preaching <laughs> number two second type of flock second type of flock is the caring flock the caring flock Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says that let us not be weary in well doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Wow. Let us do good unto all men, especially those who are in the church. Let us do good. Let's care for one another. Let's care for one another. Care, helping people to get jobs. Yes. Sometimes care, helping people even to pass their exams. Because some of us are so lazy, you don't even go to school. They're so lazy. To wake up to go to school, you can't. Someone has to care for you and encourage you to go to school. That wake up and go. Wake up and go for lectures. Get up and go. Get up and go for lectures. Get up and get a job. 
get up and apply for someone. That, you need someone to encourage you that, oh, keep applying. You'll get a job. you get a job. If someone, you need someone who cares about you to tell them, no, the job you have is not a good job. You are too young to get stuck in such, at such a phase. So get a better job and to point out to you what a better job is. You carry flock. That's why I say isolating yourself is dangerous. Yeah. You don't want to care about you to, to get you a beloved. We have something we call Shepherdoria Lincoln. We do Lincoln. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes proud people don't like it. They say, I want to meet a person myself. I want, I want, I want him to see me and, and say, Gosh. Gosh, and even collapse. <laughs> but hey, humble yourself. Everybody is introduced to somebody. Everybody meets somebody through someone. Humble yourself. Be re- relax, okay, relax. Relax from your storybooks you've read. You read too much of them. Relax. Relax. That's what they are called fiction. Have you checked the dictionaries meaning of fiction? You should check it. Yeah. Those are some movies you see. It's written true story. <laughs> Most movies are not true stories. They are people acting. And what you have, those of you who watch movies and you are afraid, what you have to remember is that there are a lot of cameramen there. <laughs> oh, anytime you are getting scared in a movie, remember there are a lot of cameramen. And remember that that part has been, has been worked on about 100 times. <laughs> the cameraman from different angles. As you are looking at that girl walking there, she's like, she's going to do it. And then you are there screaming, say, eh, eh. No, no, no. They are cameramen. She's not alone. They are cameramen there. That's why you can see her. Are we talking about caring? So, need someone to link you to a beloved, isn't it? A nice beloved. Wouldn't you like someone to link you to a nice beloved? Would you like someone to tell them, no, this one is, is may not be the best way. Not that the, not because the person is bad. If it, when you are told, don't take something, doesn't mean that that thing is bad. They say, don't wear white shirt. Doesn't mean white shirt. It just means that white shirt doesn't look good on you. That's all. Yeah. I was pointing on some shoes to my daughter there. They were working in the shops. I said, Oh, there's nice shoes. I don't need to take. She said, No, it's not good for my color. Yeah. And it was true. So I looked at it and I said, oh, Okay, the thing is nice on its own, but if you put it on, it won't work. <laughs> now that you said it, I can see it. Yes. And so that's the advice. It's not, it's not that the shoe is a bad shoe. Or the shoe doesn't speak in tongues. <laughs> the shoe is just not compatible with your nature. Wow. Yes. So some of the people will work for you. But sometimes we don't, we, we, we don't, li- we don't like the care, the care that saves us from evil. We like the care that leads, leads us into destruction. Yeah. 
there's a saying that the, the, the visitor or the guest or the stranger is the only blind person. You know what it means. It means that when you're in a place, you see, everybody knows everything and knows everybody and understands everybody. But when you're a visitor, you don't know a lot of things. So you don't see a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't see a lot of things. Somebody has to tell you that, hey, this boy is a bad boy. So you are a visitor, you are there, you feel that some boy is giving you attention. You've got, you, you are so fresh, so you've been chosen. No, you are not fresh. Where, where you are, there are girls there. Why hasn't he taken one before you arrived? Are you, are you really that, you know? I mean, you are, but come on, think a little bit. If you ask around, you say, he's a very, very bad boy. Bad boy. That's why he's walking around alone. And you have come as a visitor, a stranger, so you don't know. So you are very gullible. A target. You become a prey. And when he gets you in his mouth, may you never be a captive sheep. He's a bad boy. His pastors, why wouldn't you like to know? Why wouldn't you like to ask his pastors who is he? Why wouldn't you like to ask? Because you don't want to know, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I know, I know, and I feel for you. I know why you don't want to know. It's okay, I know. But he's a bad boy, <laughs> and I'd rather you discover it before than discover it after. Because after, when you bring it, you say, Hey, I'll say, Hey, you can't leave, you cannot, you are in already, stay. I say, come, let me pray for you. Father, give her wisdom to be stable. The third type of flock is the united church. The united church. When the church is united, powerful things happen. John 17, verse 20. Wow. Are you blessed because you came to church? Yes. Me too. John 17 verse 20. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. Verse 21. That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Okay? Next one. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast what? Loved them, as thou hast loved me. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me, for thou, for thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has known thee, but I have known thee. The world has not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me, and I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it. That the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. So, what happens when the church is united? Quickly, number one, 
when there is a united church, people begin to believe in God. Have you realized that when you fall into the device, a divisive segment, I mean, God forbid, you know you fall into it. When you fall into a divisive segment, people, you stop believing. You stop believing in things you used to believe in. Maybe not you, but you will know someone. When a person stops believing in what they were, be, what they used to used to believe in, is because they are being separated. So one of the main effects is that they stop believing. You see, I don't believe in giving offerings. I don't believe in tithing. I don't believe in. I don't believe in singing. I don't believe in going for rehearsals. I don't believe in this. I don't believe. I don't believe in, in working. Work, work for God. Work for God. Work for God. I don't believe in. So you see, they stop believing in God. All these, all these things are things we do because we believe in God. So when we are united, we believe in God. We believe in God. All the things you do, you do it because you believe in God. Because you believe in God. Yeah. When there is unity, there is believing in God. Number two, when there is unity... There is the glory of God will be upon the church. The glory of God. Verse 22. And the glory which thou givest me, I have given them. Glory is like the honor of God. The honor and the attraction. May God make you attractive. I said, may God make you attractive. May God make you beautiful. The glory of God. The glory of God. The glory of God. And then number three, when the church is united, the church, the church will become perfect. That is matured. That is, the church will be able to fulfill its purpose. It will be able to get a lot of things done. When it is, because when it's united, we have more people, more people working and more people doing things. So a lot of things are done. A lot of things are achieved. A lot of things are accomplished. Which is different from when people are dropping out. And when people are dropping out, it's because, it's because the flock is divided. And when the flock is divided, because somebody is dividing the flock. Somebody is talking to somebody and leading somebody out, out of a unit. And that person is evil. And shall have his reward. But when it's united, we all believe. We all believe, let's be ashes. It's good to be an usher. It's good to work for God. It's good to help arrange the church. It's good to help um, tidy up. It's good to help to take offerings. We are, we are, we are united. So we, we become more matured. We're able to fulfill and get more things done. And that means, that means we also have sub-shepherds or leaders in those units that have a good influence on the people and rally they can rally people they can rally people i've not even lifted one chair since i came to church i've not lifted one chair to put one chair anywhere when i came the whole was arranged because somebody is saying to some people that let's do it for god we are doing let's do it together let's do it together so you see you see the difference when there's a good person a sound-minded person, a spiritual person in charge somewhere, the flock there are different. The flock are encouraged, charged up. And then when there's an evil, negative person, the flock is discouraged. And even taken away. 
into all, so, into all sorts of evils. Gossips, memories, complaining, evil meetings, evil gatherings. It's, mommy, it's, it's pathetic. It will not be your portion. Yes. But it's good to learn these things. It's like immunization, isn't it? And then, what's the next thing that a united flock creates? United flock creates. So you see, in perfect maturity, isn't it? The fourth one is, when the church is united, it makes the church a pleasant place to be in. Psalm 133 verse 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. You see, when I give, when I give negative examples, you see how you feel. It's, it gives a certain feeling, isn't it? It's not a nice feeling. It's nice me when you hear bad examples, um, uh, but it's but it's real. It's real. One of the difficult. I said you will have children. Amen. One of the difficult things and perhaps painful things is to introduce your children to evil. Once wow. they introduce them to evil, what I mean is that to let them make them aware that they are evil people and they are evil things. Yes. But if you don't do it, you destroy them. Because they will meet an evil person. They wouldn't know that this person is evil. But it's really difficult because you have to. The best teacher is not experience. You have to, you have to tell, you have to tell, you have to tell people to avoid this. So you see, I can tell that when I start preaching, I start using some examples showing you that like the negative side of church work, it gives, it doesn't give a pleasant feeling. It's not, it's, not, it's not a nice thing. How many of you agree with me? Yes. You, it, it makes you even wonder. You begin to wonder, who is what? But you see, you have to know. Because next time someone makes a move, you have to know and say, no, 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 This is this, this an evil move. Yes. But when there's unity, there's sweetness. There's pleasure. The church, the church is nice. That's when dancing stars will come and tell the church is sweet, Papa. The church is sweet. The church is nice. We are happy. Because there is unity. We are united. When we are united, the church is nice. It's pleasant. How good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Is it not nice in your house when mommy and daddy are happy? Is it not nice? When mommy and daddy are happy and they are joking and they are laughing and they are tickling each other and there's food and there's happiness and there's joy. I mean, are you not happy? And then when, and then when there's tension, you can also tell there's tension. How many of you can tell when there's tension in your house? Yes, you can tell. You can say, daddy is not talking. There's no food. Yes, somebody saying there's no food. Yes. Because daddy goes early and comes late. And says his work, then he just goes to bed. But you can see there's tension. No hellos, nothing. Tension. As you're growing up, you can see it. Can you see it? How many of you said you can see it in your in your own house? You can see it. That there's tension. Yeah, and it's not nice. You like it when they're happy, isn't it? Christmas Day is very happy. <laughs> Everybody is happy. Laughing. Crackling laughter. You see this, your mommy with a serious face doing all kinds of dances in the house. And you're wondering, what, you even wonder, what's mommy doing? She should stop watching. She should stop it. How 
how good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. In unity. When we are united, it's, it's sweet, pleasant. It's, it's like it's sweet. The church is nice. The church is nice. The church is nice. And you see that those who don't want to be united, like they are not happy. Yes, and then they, they wonder why are some people happy? Yeah. And then they'll even tell you that they've been happy like you before. What you have to say to them, you have to tell them before the serpent bit you. Mm. Before the serpent bit you. You the serpent, the serpent will never bite you. Amen. There shall be no venom in your spiritual blood. Church is still sweet. The world is still colorful. You see, one lady said that when she did, she didn't know she couldn't see well. Then, for whatever reason, she had to go to um, spec savers and put on glasses. So when she put on glasses, she said, she said her comment was, "The world is colorful." Yes, sometimes you can't see well. That's how you feel the way you feel. You can't see well. You, you don't see well. You don't see. You don't see things you have to see. Those who see well still enjoy. They enjoy the well. They enjoy the church when there's unity. Dancing stars is sweet, isn't it? It's not a chore. Yes. Yeah. Don't you enjoy the pulpit stars? Yes. I also enjoy them because I don't feel. I don't feel they think it's a bother. When there is unity, the church is pleasant. Another word for pleasant is sweet. Nice. 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 That is when you see some parents, you can't even believe that your father chased your mother, isn't it? Yeah, because there's no more unity. You, you can't believe that. So daddy once upon a time was really dying for this woman. But he was. And she too, she was melting. She was melting and he was dying. And when they came together, they froze and they left. <laughs> but when you look at them now, you can't imagine it. It's like, hmm. No. Your dad really liked your mother. Really, I mean, he really, I mean, look. Just as you like your beloved now. Same, 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 same feelings, same sensations, same imaginations. Same. Don't think you are more carnal than your father. You are the same. Or that or than your mother. She was even worse than you. You can't imagine, isn't it? Imagine you can't imagine her with belt. Hey! She used to wear belt and swing the lower part of her body. She used to swing. <laughs> Today you can't see, you can't imagine what she's coming. She just comes like I mean. But she wasn't like that. Your dad was dying. And she was melting. You should see her eyes when she sees your dad. Like man, just like your eyes now when you see, you know, whoever. When you see people. (laughs) No one could also talk to your mom like no one could talk to can talk to you now. 
That's to the um, stubborn ones. No one. People try to talk to you. Mom, she won't listen. Just like no one can talk to you now. She also made it, she, 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 also, she also made it her pastor. <laughs> her father, her grandfather. <laughs> yeah. So she saw Pepe. <laughs> it would never be your story. It would never be your story. Some of the stories are funny, but it will never be your story. (laughs) It will never be you. God will preserve you. God will deliver you from evil. Your prayers shall deliver you. Your prayers shall deliver you. Yes. (laughs) The church is a pleasant place. (laughs) When the church is united, that is where the anointing is. Psalm 133 verse 2. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. Anointing flows when the church is united. Anointing flows. May the anointing flow into your life. Amen. Mm. That's why we keep connecting you to the, to the prophet. Keep connecting you to you. Can you see that every, every Sunday he leads us in prayer for one hour? Those of you who like prayer, come earlier. We pray for one hour. The prophet leads us to pray for one hour. It's because anointing flows. It flows from the top. Anointing doesn't flow downwards up. Neither does it flow sideways. It flows from the top down. In the church. In the church. In the church. Not workplace. Church. So you have to be, I have to, I have to make a conscious, deliberate effort to connect you to the top. So the anointing that is over us can flow upon us. Yes. May you have wonderful miracles yeah. in your life because of the anointing. The anointing flows. If you are disconnected, the anointing there will not come upon you. Wow. And you have to pray that wherever you are connected to, anointing will flow there. That's why I'm telling the sisters that your beloved is not your pastor. He's not, he's not anointed for you. It's his heart that is beating for you. No, no, there's no anointing. Anointing doesn't flow like this. It flows from the top down. And he's not married to you, so he's not even your head. And if he's your head, pray that whatever, whatever he has is a good thing. Hey, he's the one that's like giving these examples that you look sad. I didn't use such examples. So. I will use it. Okay. I think we are finishing. The church will be blessed when there is unity. Mm. It says, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. There's blessings when there's unity. There's blessings. There's scattering when there's no unity. When there's unity, there's blessings. There's blessings. You see, we'll have testimonies after. You see, the testimonies are evidence to me that this church is a blessed church. Because not everywhere they go that there are testimonies. Can go somewhere, they say, Oh, yeah, we, we have told them to share testimony. There is no testimony. Nobody is. It's as if nothing is happening in the, in the people's lives. Yeah. But we have testimony. So we even have to control it. I have to say, No, 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 no. This is just one. Just one. No more. One. Time. One. They're blessings. Yes. They're blessings. Because I like to sit here and hear testimonies all day. But testimonies are evidence that people are blessed. They feel like I'm standing in front of the church and say, who are those who are beloved? So I need beloveds to come here. It's a blessing. 
It's a blessing. I want you to have a beloved more than you want to have a beloved yourself. You don't even know. I want you to have a beloved more than you want a beloved yourself. Because I can, t- I can tell of my taste for you for beloved. But when you are choosing, I wish I, I wish I could step in and say that, no, you can choose better. You can choose better. You can choose better. Hmm. Every Sunday, when greater love comes to sing, and they are going to sit down, I say, Lord, give all these girls husbands. Give all these girls husbands. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. It's my secret prayer every Sunday. Yes. Give all, I say, give all these girls husbands. Because it will make you happy, isn't it? You will be happy. Your joy will be full. Yes. Every Sunday. Without fail. If I tell them there's a sign that didn't occur to me, it's not, it's not true. Every Sunday, including today. Yes. Including when the first girl was singing alone. I said, Lord, we shall attend her wedding. Yes. We'll be there. Maybe you'll be thinking that I'm thinking, hey, sing properly. No, 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 no. I'm not thinking sing properly. If you sing properly, it's too late. Is that the time I'll be saying sing properly? It's too late. I can't do this. I'm, I'm not thinking about sing properly at all. Neither am I thinking about your dressing. I'm thinking about good things for you. The Lord bless these people. Give them husbands. Give them wives. Give them good things. Give them good things. Oh, um, Bishop, pray for a job. Look, it's not a job that you want. You want a husband. Let's pray for that one, okay? Let's pray for that one. No, don't worry. Uh, job apply, you will get, okay? Yeah. Don't pretend. Don't pretend that. Oh, Bishop, I want, I want first class. No, look, stop it. Stop it. Stop it before I stop praying. Oh, Mr. Bishop, I have an interview. I have an interview tomorrow. Can you pray for Look, stop it. It's not interviews. If you didn't have an interview and you had a husband, wouldn't you be happy? Wouldn't you be in the house singing? I heard somebody singing the other day. Valentine is coming. Where is your boyfriend? I actually couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the word of the song. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was wondering who made such a song. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Next time you'll be singing, Valentine is coming. This is my boyfriend. <laughs> no, you say, This is my beloved. Your days of loneliness have been cut short. Yes. (laughs) 
You will be blessed. You will be blessed. You will be blessed. You will be blessed. Whatever will make you happy, receive that thing today. Whatever makes you laugh, receive it. You'll be blessed. You will laugh. You'll be happy. You will rejoice. Where there is unity, there are blessings. 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 You have to fight for unity. Fight, fight for people who are becoming disoriented. Fight for because it's all it's all evil spirits. You see, you don't see spirits. So when things are happening to people, because they are speaking logically and reason, you can't tell that it's a spirit that is working. But a spirit is working. But can be disoriented, disconnected, disgruntled, memories, complainers. It's they are all evil spirits. Let's say they complained, they complained, they were struck down. They fornicated and they were struck down. But you see, the sad thing is that at certain times people can't even reason well. They can't even see. Even when they are living in sin, they can't even judge themselves. Because the wolf has taken over. You shall escape the teeth of every wolf. Amen. Sit down and let me close the service properly so that we can stand and pray. But, but these are the types of flocks. The first type of flock is what? Divided flock. God forbid. The second type of flock is what? The caring flock. Care for one another. Care for one another. Let's care for ourselves. Let's care. People have needs. Don't people have needs? People have needs. Care for them. Help them. And when you are being cared for, know that know that is out of love. Yeah. Especially when the advice is against what you feel and you wish for. Just ask yourself that simple, sensible question. What will they gain by taking this thing out of my hand? What will they gain? Ask yourself that question carefully. What's the next type of flock? United flock. And what are the blessings of a united flock? Number one is what? People believe in God. When you believe in God, it means you have faith. When you have faith, we see it from your works. Your works show your faith. Your faith shows what you believe in. So when when I see when I see these people, when I see the pulpit stars, I see what they believe in. I see what they believe in. I see that they believe in God. Because nobody pays them. So I can see that they are not doing what they are doing for money. I see that they believe in God. They like God. Wow. wow. When I see center leaders, they are not paid for what they are doing. I say, oh, these people, they believe in God. That's why they are doing what they are doing. Wow. The people believe, when there's unity, they believe in God more. They believe in God more. When you believe in God, start dropping. You see that your works diminish. Yeah. What's the next thing? The glory of God, the glory of God, the honor of God, the attraction, the attraction, the attraction. Some people ask, where do you get all these people from? Where do people come from? How do people come? The glory of God. When the flock is united, the glory of God draws people, it draws souls. 
It draws souls. All of us are even we are even afraid. Because we don't know, we don't know what God is doing. We don't know what He will do next. It's his power and his glory. We don't know what he do. We don't know what he's planning to do. We don't even know how he does it. We don't have steps. We don't have a manual. It's God. It's God. Next one is what? The church is what? Becomes perfect. 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 People who are called shall become, shall fulfill their calling. Yes. That's perfecting things. That, that is, you are accomplishing, you are achieving, you are getting to the thing that you have to get to. Yes. And what's the next one? The church becomes a pleasant place. A pleasant place. And I'll say that I noticed it when the example has to be negative. You can feel that no, if this is what the church is, then it's not a nice thing. It's not a nice thing. This is what it is. It's like hearing about marriage and then hearing bad examples. Like it's not a nice thing. But when when marriage, when the couple are united, wow. It's heavenly. It's heavenly. Because when the church is united, it's a pleasant place. That's when we all believe. We believe in the teachings. We believe in the structures. We believe in what we do, how we do things. Even you, you enjoy church. You enjoy church. You enjoy church. You stop. You don't enjoy a church when you stop believing in what's happening in the church. Yes. When you, when you are no longer united. That's when you stop enjoying the church. But when you, you believe, you flow, you're happy, you enjoy the church. It's, I mean, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to understand that. I think you can understand it. Next one is what? That's where the anointing flows. May anointing flow upon us. Yes. That's why I keep connecting to a prophet. I told you, connect, connect. Anointing flows because anointing is flowing from the top. It's flowing from the top. It doesn't flow sideways. Neither does it come from below up. It comes from up down. Anything that disconnects you from what God has placed you under, that thing is an evil spirit. Remember it. Remember. Remember I told you. Remember I told you. In case, should in case you'll be tempted one day. To reject and to fight leadership, your pastors, your shepherd. Remember, I told you that an evil spirit is at work. Remember, I told you. Because anointing flows from the top. And then the last one was what? The church will be blessed. The church will be blessed. When we're united, we'll be blessed. Blessings will flow. Stand to your feet and let's thank God. I believe you want to pray for yourself for a few moments, especially center leaders, pastors, center, wherever you are, wherever you are, you will unite the flock. You will unite the flock. You have a good influence. And also opinion leaders. Some of you will know amongst your friends, you are the, you are the leader, isn't it? You've not been ordained, but you are the leader. Yeah. You know you are the leader there. You also have to want to pray that you'll be full of the Holy Spirit. To have good influence, to say good things, to say right things, not to criticize, not to divide, not to destroy someone's soul. Because what you are saying, you are destroying somebody or you are helping somebody. Your words are helping or destroying. I believe that, I think we have something to pray about. 
even for two minutes, pray for yourself that, Lord, help me. Help me, Lord. Help me to bring more blessings, more anointing, more pleasantness. Oh, God. 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 Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray. The normal membership, pray for yourself that God will keep you. God will keep you safe and sound. No wolf shall take you. Nothing shall affect you negatively. Pray for yourself. Just a minute more. Pray for yourself. Just a minute more. Pray. Call on God. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray that this church will be a blessed place for you. You will always be blessed. And grow and develop and mature and rise up. You will not be left behind. Pray that your position will not be taken. Will not be taken. But you will prosper in everything that God has given to you. Ah, Nakosha Talabakabashabaya. Palabaki Balabahataya. Palabadibakaya. Pabalabadiba Kabalabadiba Kabalabadubalabadabaya. Dubadabadaya. Dubadabadabaya. 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 Dubadibakaya. Dabadibakaya, 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 Kabadabakaya, Yayadibakataya, Laladia Kastaya. Pray for yourself, pray for yourself, pray for yourself, pray for yourself, pray. Mashandalabakibakataya, Makolabatibastaya. Father, we thank you. Be glorified, be glorified in this place, Lord. Glorified in this place, Lord. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified. Glorify yourself, Lord. Let your glory be seen. Let your glory be known. Thank you, Father, for the word you have for us today. Thank you, Lord, that in the hearts of the people that have received, there shall be returns, fruits, 60-fold, 100-fold, 30-fold, Lord. Let there be fruits, Lord. Let there be fruits, Lord. Let there be good fruits, O God. Let there be great returns from your word, Lord, that has been sown into the hearts of your people. I give you thanks. May the Holy Spirit water every scripture, every verse, every point that has been shared. Help your people, Lord. Save us from carnality. Save us from becoming too natural. Save us from downward trends, Lord. May the wave of the Spirit swing us back, Lord. To become alive and active.
active and energetic, Lord, in your house, Lord. May there be more pastors. May there be more center leaders, Lord. May there be more basenta leaders, Lord. May there be more basanta leaders, Lord. Draw more people into your work, Lord. Draw more, Lord. May more become active, Lord, to work for you, to serve you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a beautiful vision, Lord, that you give to your people to serve you and to honor you. Let the enemy be cursed. Let the enemy be destroyed. Let he that has become an enemy be destroyed. Let the spirit of the enemy be bound, Lord. May it never, never, never succeed amongst us, Lord. Let it be accursed. Let it be destroyed, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that the ways of the enemy shall be dark. Thank you for your blessing. Bless your people. Prosper your people. Increase your people. May they do well. In Jesus' name. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, I want to say a prayer, especially for some of us here. You are here today. Somebody invited you to church. Or you've been coming to church, but deep in your heart, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to have a new life. A new life with Jesus. A new life with God. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you're here like that, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Very quickly, just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Lift up high so I can see you. High above your head. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life today. Just your right hand. God bless you. Just your right hand. Lift up high. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, pray with me today. I need Jesus. I need Jesus in my life. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want my sins to be forgiven. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Let the high. You also want to join. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for salvation today. God bless you. God bless you. You also want to join in. Just keep your, keep it up. Don't put it down. Keep it up. Keep it up. You're not alone. Sometimes you feel you're alone, but you're not alone. You want to give your life to Jesus. Forget about everybody and God anybody. Say, today, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to come to God. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Thank you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, have your hand lifted up. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus today. I want you to come to the front. Come to me right here. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you here. Come. Come from the back. From the back. Come. Middle, wherever. Come and join our brother here.
us pray. Those in front, let's say this prayer together. Church, help us as we say this prayer. Say with me, say Heavenly Father. Say, don't think it, say, say Heavenly Father. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And I believe Jesus is alive today. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be my master. Be my Lord. Be my savior. Say thank you father. For accepting me today. Please write my name. In the book of life. Thank you father. For salvation. In Jesus name. Amen. Father let them be blessed. Let them be healed. Let them be delivered. Let their souls be separated. From every wickedness. And from every evil. Thank you Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your help Lord. Thank you for your help. And thank you for salvation for these people. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please receive these gifts. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.